Hello and welcome to Beautiful Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Paris. Anything that I speak on is based off my own experience, you know, based off information that I've received along my healing journey. My goal is to provoke a desire in you to want to start your healing journey, to want to start a journey where you are incorporating self-love and self-care. So once again, I thank you for listening. Let's get right on into the message. So as you all know that we are on a very popular topic, and that is Will and Jada. And I've been sitting back and taking it all in. And the way I look at it, 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 I'm seeing... I'm familiar with certain behavior pattern that is going on with um, Will and Jada. And a person like myself that has been under the spell <laughs> of a narcissist almost my whole life, I, if that is the case, because I'm not a doctor, I can't you know, judge anybody or say this is what it is, that I'm I'm not in the place or position to do that. But if that were the case, I can point out some things that are familiar. And as you notice, I'm talking past present because I got free <laughs> from a narcissist. And that's when my life started to blossom. Um, when you are under a spell of a narcissist, it's they have a way of making you look crazy because nine times out of out of ten you may are you may be going crazy when you're dealing with a narcissist because the way that they do things it will bring you to a breaking point and it's like when you are dealing with somebody that seems harmless to the people around you and this narcissist through mutual friends and family they may view this narcissist as harmless um, they they would never believe the abuse that you are dealing with in private and I've heard in many cases where people were saying that Will got up because he knew he would have um, had to deal with Jada later. Then I thought about it. I said, hmm, that is true because when I was under the spell of a narcissist, I'll never forget, um, God blessed my life, okay? And he got me out of that situation. I ended up having to move to a whole different location further away from this narcissist just so that I can get into the presence of God and allow him to heal me. And when I tell you, I didn't realize how messed up and how beat up I was spiritually, mentally, and emotionally until God got me to himself. Like, I was literally like one of those, I don't know if you saw those commercials where the puppies get rescued if they've been out and they may have been with a family that has been abusive or they may have been found on the side of the road. And when they bring them into um, their, their care, that puppy is just literally in the corner just 
shaking. And that's how I was. And I didn't even know because when God brought me to himself, things got quiet. And I was able to see myself even more. But prior to me moving to a different location, which was a better location, um, it was a blessing, okay? Because everything about my apartment was a blessing. And the narcissist that I was dealing with, um, that I would say the narcissist that was in my life, um, right before I moved, made sure they got their last supply. And they started doing things on purpose to trigger me, provoke me, and I had a, I almost had a nervous breakdown because this person I would have I I, I had an expectation, meaning I would expected them to be proud of me, to be proud of you know what was happening in my life, the blessings that God was bringing me into. But no, they wanted to abuse me. Now. I was already on my journey of healing. I was already getting close to God, and I was starting to learn about a narcissist, and God was starting to open my eyes before I was about to take that move. So I had to become aware. Um, and so around this time, I wasn't yet you know, fully healed, but I was at a point that I couldn't take it no more. And I went off, <laughs> and I'm a, I will be honest. When I say I went off, I went off because this you're talking about years and years and years and years of buildup, you know. And I was always being exposed in my crazy moment. But the person who was triggering me, the person who was doing things in private and abusing me, they was never being exposed. They, they were so smooth at what they were doing that people wouldn't believe the abuse that I was dealing with in private. They wouldn't believe the gaslighting, the manipulation, the mind game. You know, it, it goes deeper than that. But I was out here in the world living a reckless life because of that abuse, because I was messed up. You know, I stayed under, under the influence of alcohol, weed, because I wanted to numb the pain. I didn't know who I was. I felt lost. I was always sick. It felt like something was, you know, stuck in the life out of me. And I couldn't defend myself. And it seems like when you're dealing with a narcissist, in so many cases, you are alone because they have these flying monkeys who can turn out to be your friend and who can turn out to be the one that you may call um, a close family member. But that narcissist can get them to turn on you as well, can get them to do certain things and look at you a certain way. It's a, it's a, it's a powerful force unseen force that is happening and the Bible said it is not flesh and blood that we wrestle against because it's not. That's why you see a woman if this is the case. If Jada is dealing with that disorder which is really spiritual um, meaning that in the world is called we call it a narcissist but from a spiritual standpoint, 
is the Jezebel spirit. And if you go research on what a Jezebel spirit is and read your Bible on that spirit, you will be able to do the comparison of, you know, the character of a narcissist. Jezebel, you know, she's controlling, um, she's a murderer. Like, that's what a narcissist do. They will literally kill you inside. And if you look at Will Smith, every time you see him, his eyes look red. He looks tired. I've noticed that. And that's how I used to look. Um, I was always sad. I was bitter. I was angry. I was mad. And I end up displaying the same behavior. Now, I'm not a narcissist, but when you are under the spell of a narcissist, if you're raised by a narcissist, if you have been in a relationship with one and you have not been exposed to healthy in your life, you will find yourself displaying um, narcissistic behavior because you only you are only repeating what was done to you. Um, because a narcissist is in so many cases. If you are a narcissist, in most cases you not. It, it's, it's going to take a miracle, <laughs> all right, for a narcissist, a narcissist to really um, heal and not be a narcissist anymore because it is spiritual in the world it's a disorder so they say there's no cure for it but when you look at it from a spiritual standpoint that person need deliverance and they will have to become aware of that um or whatever the case may be but before i moved that narcissist got his last supply and they made sure they got enough. And when I went off and I went crazy, okay, this has been going on for a lot of years. And it, somehow I still ended up having to go through more. I still ended up getting talked about. I still ended up, and this is the part about trauma, because um, I come from the hood, all right? Um, when you're dealing with trauma, people, would know that you've been traumatized, but they would talk about the result of your trauma. They would know your story. They would know that you've been abused, but they would talk about your behavior. They would talk about, you know, the things that you do because of the trauma. They don't want to, they, they don't never pay attention to the root of your trauma. They'll just say, oh, she's crazy. Oh, she did. Oh, she did. But they don't never go back to the root of why you the way you are. So when I was dealing with this narcissist, anytime I did something, oh, people, <laughs> they forgot. They forgot what my problem was. Because it was so well, it was known. It was a situation, in my case, whom the this narcissist people knew that I was going through with this person. But the moment I act out and the moment I behave a certain way, I became the bad guy. I became the wrong person. All attention was on me. And this narcissist can be sitting in the midst of it. People were treating me like they needed to distance themselves from me. Let's not, you know, she kind of, hmm, cool, cool, for Coco Pop. But the one who was causing the abuse, 
they are still going around them with no problem. And that's what it's like to be under the spell of a narcissist. So if you ask me, the Bible said, you know, it talks about how God will bring things to light. And we are living in a world where people are carrying this, you know, this, uh, uh, we're living in a world full of narcissists. And now a lot of people, this is going to expose narcissists in people's lives that don't even know that they are under the spell of a narcissist because now it's being talked about a lot. People are bringing it to the surface, although it has been talked about, but there's something different when it's exposed, exposed the way it was a few days ago. It's something different because now you get a visual and you can sit back and you can really see what's going on. That's my take on it. And I thought about, and I said, okay, Will has been in the spotlight for a while. Bestseller book, great movie, and he won, you know, the award, you know, for the movie that he just made. That's a lot. When I was just as simple as me just moving from one from a bad neighborhood to a better neighborhood, you, that narcissist was not going to let me leave without me getting whatever it is they wanted me to get. And it was so obvious that what they were doing, they were doing it on purpose. They were playing so many mind games and it's something about the mind and the mental. When you have that's see when you physically abuse somebody they can physically heal but when somebody has abused has abused you for so many years mentally and emotionally and when they have had that control over you for so long that is trauma like no other and that can cause a person to do some crazy things. People will commit suicide being under that type of control. People will do all sorts of things because they're crying out. They need a release. They need help. But it's something about a narcissist that will keep you from speaking out, that will make you feel like you can't use your voice. And then you will find yourself doing everything to please this narcissist because you think if you do the right thing, they'll stop. The abuse will stop. And I can speak on that because that is my experience. And I can, I, I'm talking years. It, I'm, that is the worst situation to be in, is in a relationship with a narcissist, to be raised by a narcissist, to be interacting with a narcissist. Like, I know when I'm in the presence of a narcissist. Because I am very um, sensitive, and I can sense, and I can tell just based off conversation, just based off stuff, because I'm familiar, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can feel it. Like I say, I say Jezebel spirit, but the narcissist is the term that you know, the world you, but I know when I'm around that spirit, and now I see why the Bible says, do not tolerate that Jezebel spirit, you cannot tolerate a narcissist, 
They will stuck the life out of you. They will murder you silently. You are getting murdered when you are in the presence of a narcissist and you are allowing them to control you every single day. You're dying slowly because when God got me out of the presence of a narcissist, my life started to change. I've never felt free and I'm still healing, all right? There's still some triggers that I get because you know, it's the spirit and the Bible said it's not flesh and blood that we wrestle against. So I may have got got gotten away physically from the person, but that spirit can come through another person. And it is it have tried. And I can tell, you know, where I am in my healing process. If I find myself interacting with a narcissist, it's the response that I give that lets me know, okay, I still need to work on that. I didn't use my voice like I should have, you know, because that is what it's like when you're you're in the presence of a narcissist. You lose your voice. You lose your ability to speak up, to defend yourself. And when you're dealing with a narcissist and you guys have mutual friends and family, you don't want to be alone in this world. So you will allow them to do certain things because they have gotten to the point where they have created your mutual friends and family um, to be their flying monkey. So you will lose. It'll be them against you. Cause they can make they have ways of making people love them just by the way that they behave around people they become loving people fun people certain narcissists have a charisma about themselves you have narcissists that come in all forms and fashion um that's why you know you, you can't judge the book by its cover you may see a smaller person and you might think, oh, she or he is harmless because they're small or a certain height. Them are the biggest one because they can present themselves so innocent, like older people. You might see an older person and think, oh, they old. They can't harm you. They don't need them to want. Certain older people have that spirit. And you will be wondering, how are you letting an 80-some-year-old cost you to want to take your life. That spirit is the problem. That spirit is it's the unseen force, force and it's very powerful when you don't know your authority. It is very powerful when you're not aware that you are under the abuse. You are being, excuse me, abused mentally and emotionally and the life is being stuck out of you and you are nothing but an object you are supply and you're missing out on the beauty of life when i got out got out of the presence of a narcissist and i got free from that narcissist i discovered so many things about myself i started to you know my my healing journey i started to build now, when I was in the presence of that narcissist, I was always living a life full of chaos, drama. I was always sad. I always had something going on in my life that everybody was talking about. I was always the one doing the worst and the most because I was acting out. I was hurt. I didn't know better. 
I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my purpose was. I was trying to please this narcissist, love this narcissist, and they didn't want nothing to do with that. They just, and if anything good happened in my life, oh, you can, that's when I went through the most. They had a way of showing how they felt about anything that I did good. I couldn't go around them and share any little And I really didn't have a lot of things going good. But if I was feeling good, if I was in a good mood, oh, mm-mm. And then you have moments where they're in a good mood. It was up and down. It was like a roller coaster. A roller coaster. And it's been going on for years. And we have moments where we can be all, we can be around, you know, mutual friends and family. And you would never know. Because I became accustomed to that life. I became accustomed to that abuse. And I've trained myself to appear to be lonely. I mean, I'm sorry. I've trained myself to appear to be normal. After a while, you learn how to appear to be normal. So we'll be around and would nobody know that I was hurting inside? Would nobody know that I was dying inside? But if you paid attention to my behavior, it would make sense. So that's one thing. When you're dealing with a narcissist and you don't speak up, it's going to be hard for people to believe you because they're going to backtrack and say, well, you were fine on this day. Well, when, and, that, and another thing, a narcissist would do things for you. They would do nice things for you. And they'll do it in front of people. They would seem like they care. They're so concerned. And when people see that, 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 is, that is like they're building their case. So the moment you do get pushed to the edge, because they always pushing you to the edge. People will backtrack and they will name all the things that they've done. Like, well, they did this. I don't understand. They can't be that bad when you took their gift, but they don't understand that you take their gift and you do the things that you do. It's because in your world, you're thinking, okay, this this is just a good moment. You want to take advantage of that. I got to a point that taking gifts from people traumatized me. I need to heal in that area. I'm not so big on gifts because when you get a gift from a narcissist, you're basically saying, keep controlling me. Keep having this hold over my life. You're basically saying that you own me. And people will use that. So when you start to lash out and you start to cry out for help, people will think you're lying. Because that narcissist had already exposed the good things that they're doing for you. This, If I talk about this, this would go past 30 minutes. But the point that I'm making is I can see the familiarity. I can see it in real faith. Something is going on. And it's been going on for, for a while. And that's why I say all these accomplishments. I mean, oh my goodness, a compliment, okay, accomplishment <laughs> that he has, you know, he has gone for him. Can you imagine if Jada is a narcissist, what he has been going through behind closed doors? Because one thing the narcissist is going to do is make sure that you suffer. They don't like when you are walking in your glory. They don't like it. They don't like it. So what if Jada has been putting him through so much 
he's been in the spotlight for so long. And up until this moment, at that ostrich, he was at his breaking point. You got all of this stuff going on. He was at his breaking point. And he went on that stage, and that don't that does not justify him taking it out on Chris Rock. But Jada, if she, it is the case, that remote, she had that remote. And it activated him. It triggered him. And one thing, um, my mentor, she, she really talked about this. And she was talking about how Will uh, knew that if, you know, Jada is a narcissist. She was saying in a case like that, when Chris Rock made the joke and when Jada looked at Will, Will knew that when they get home, he was going to have it. It's like you become a slave when you're dealing with a narcissist. So we'll have to make a decision. If I don't defend her, I'm going to have, I'm going to, have to deal with her when I get home. I'm going to have to deal with some more abuse, mental and emotional control. I don't want to deal with that. And when you're dealing with that, he could have had a moment like, now you didn't put me in a situation where I have to deal with this and we'll just lost it. And that's what a narcissist would do. You would lose it and you would do something that is not right. You would do, and that's how people, a narcissist will have you in jail. They will have you buried six feet under because they will push you to the edge that you will do something. And guess what? You do something that can be so bad. Now you on the spotlight, on the news. Everybody like, I don't know what happened. I can't believe they did this. Like, what came over them? Oh, my God, they committed suicide? What? And the narcissist sitting there like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I can't. That is the danger of dealing with a narcissist. That is the danger. And people can't see beyond that. It was, only the people that can see the wizard behind this whole situation is the one who's been in that situation. Well, the one who have been in that situation can see it a mile away. So that is my take on it. And I hope just some of the, of the things that I pointed out, if it sound familiar to you, I encourage you to get away as soon as possible. Because when I got away, that's when I was able to blossom. Ask God to make a way of escape. The Bible said he will make a way of escape. Get into prayer. Definitely pray because you definitely need to get away. You definitely, if you know you were a full-blown narcissist, if you know you were somebody that had that Jezebel spirit, and you know that you have been dealing with trauma, you feel like somebody is, you feel like there is something stuck in, stuck in the life out of you, you you feel like you're on the verge of a nervous breakdown, like you want to commit suicide, go get some help, go find somebody who you can trust that can help you. 
ask God to make a way for you because it's dangerous. I'm telling you, those are the most dangerous people in the world. They have the character of Satan <laughs> himself. And the reason why people don't understand, see, they're looking at it from a natural standpoint. And they're like, well, he should have, she should have. When you're dealing with spiritual matters like this, people don't understand demonology. They don't understand the spiritual realm. So they're looking at it from a natural standpoint. Just like I said it, you wouldn't understand how a person that's smaller or an old person can control somebody that's young and healthy and cause them to want to lose their mind because it's all spiritual. You can feel the weight of those spirits. There's something unseen that is controlling you. You just can't see it in the natural. So it's deeper than that. But that's all I wanted to say. So it looks like it is going at 30 minutes because this is a very serious topic. And I hope this got somebody thinking. So thank you for listening to Beautiful World Podcast. I'm your host and I will definitely be back with more.